everyone. Juicy Lucy here from Wentworth. I'm here at the slot with Alan Hanna. Look out. It's going to be a pandemic. Hey, welcome to the slightest disclaimer time. There's going to be swearing and there are going to be spoilers. So if you've got kids around, poppers in your ears. And if you don't want to hear any spoilers, go away, watch the show and come back later. We're always going to be here and we're always going to be free. We're not associated with Wentworth, Fremantle or Foxtel. We're just some fans talking about a show that we love and our opinions are our own. Stay slotty. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another podcast with Al and Hannah, The Slots. Today, we have a recurring slot. Her name is Miss Sally Ann Upton. You know her as Juicy Lucy from Wentworth. She is also the esteemed president of the Victorian Benevolent Fund, which we are going to discuss in great detail today. Hi, Miss Sal. How are you doing today? I'm going well. I think we're all in the slot. We're all we're all Ooh, um, isolated in our slot, <laughs> doing our uh, physical distancing, <laughs> social distancing, as they call it here. It's the wrong word to call it social distancing. I think people can't get their heads around it. You say physical distancing, everybody knows what you mean. Yeah. But hello, yeah. Hannah. How are you going there in America? Oh, we're managing. Yes, I can imagine. It's just frightening. I talked to my mum, who's 92, and we were actually up in Queensland with her when this all sort of really came to the fore and everybody had to sort of get back home and, Mm. you know, we had ships off the coastline and everything like that, and we were up with mum having a celebration weekend and um, we had a home that we rented. So we were all quite isolated and ended up being a great thing. But listening to my mum was like listening to the Queen. Um, And they've just got an interesting perspective on it because they've seen a lot in their lifetimes. Mm, My mum is the same vintage as the Queen. She's a year younger than the Queen. Mm. And I just thought the Queen's speech spoke volumes like my mum does. And she's taking it in a stride. And as she said, you know, mum used these words, never happened. We've had different things that have happened in our lifetimes, mm-hmm. but not something that's completely encapsulated the whole world. And it's very true. And in their in their times of war and all of that, she said, we were down in bunkers or wherever we were in air raid shelters, not knowing what was going on. And she said, unfortunately, now you know too much. and everybody's speculating and Mm. so it's just interesting watching her and how she goes if everybody just listens and does the right thing we will get through it you know true true. um and it is true like that but it's people have just got to take everybody is in the same boat it doesn't matter what denomination you are what age you are this is a and people are on the front line like yourself Hannah and and all different things and and we've all got to do our little bit to keep it going I mean say in this country we're finding it incredibly difficult being in the arts because Mm. we have a prime minister and a government at the moment that actually doesn't um doesn't even normally they don't um value our skill set but now even more so every package that comes out the artists are falling through the 
cracks, the gaps, and off the edge, and it's frightening. But now, more than ever, I mean, what are we doing while we're in quarantine? We're watching Netflix, we're watching movies, we're um, picking up, um, you know, our paintbrushes, our pens, and, and we're singing, we're creating music. We need to seriously look at this and go, hang on, we're using art all the time, and especially now, why aren't we valuing our artists? Well, it's uh, you're right, and it's like there are countries around the world that have the status of the artist legislation already in place, mm. and we we as a um, charity we went up a year and a half ago to Parliament, and we were lobbying for that, um, and there was a lot of politicians that were on side, but there was a lot that weren't, and it's just a tweak in attitude, and it's like what I said in my posts that I put out um, and trying to keep my anger in check because it's, 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 it's unfathomable to me that a Prime Minister can stand in front of our nation every night. Who is behind that camera? It is somebody from the arts. It's a cameraman who writes his speech. He doesn't write his speech himself. It's a speech writer. And it's like what I said, when I travel through Parliament House, a massive building, it has its own orbit. There's only 30% of the art, the public art on display that the public see when they actually go to Parliament House. In the bowels or in the corridors of Parliament House where all of the offices are, the public never see that. And I was astonished at how much art, every corner I turned, every nook and cranny there was once there was one lift well was down the end and there was nobody except one office and there was this magnificent sculpture because they had nowhere else to put it and it's one point it's 120 million dollars worth of art and literature in that building that's public and there's there's only about 55 60 percent of it on display and only 30 percent of that is for the public to see Mm. I'd love to strip everything out of that building and see how barren that will feel. Mm. And it's like, I really, I'm I'm trying to work out ways of making them understand and it's really sad and it's frightening because in the platform paper, I was astonished and I've been working on this charity for over 21 years Mm. and I was astonished with the statistics of artists and their mental health. We are we're four times more likely in suicide rates than farmers wow. in this country wow. and farmers and, and that that's frightening. And worldwide there there is this going on. And people say, well why are you in the arts? You know, get a real job. Well it is a real job. It's what we're doing now. It's like what Al's just said. We're entertaining you. We're putting it out there. And I really would love to implore all of those fantastic, talented Australians that are in the high-profile bracket, the 3%, they're in the millions that can lend. And it's not to shame them in any way because they're dealing with this themselves in whatever country they're in with their own families. But we need strong voices, really big voices that can stand up to our government, you know, and and say to them, you've got to listen to us, you know. Mm. Um, It's like our Prime Minister said 
one of the things that getting him through is Tina Arena. He loves her voice and stuff. Mm. And Tina Arena hasn't worked for quite a while. She's just done a great article. Good on her for stepping up and speaking out about this. Um, it's just astounding. It's bordering on discrimination. Yeah. We fall through the gaps even further in this pandemic. It's it's dreadful. Well, it is so, discrimination. It is, and yeah. and it's got to stop. And I actually believe, I've got to believe something good will come out of this because we've really got a roar like that lion. Mm. <laughs> On the, you know, we've got to, uh, they've got to understand we can't fall through the gaps. It's just unfathomable. Our whole industry has ceased. And then all of the normal little jobs that prop us up have ceased in this as well it's like for me for instance i'm i'm also celebrant well all my weddings have been postponed or mm. cancelled mm. um i've all of my weddings have just gone um funerals are very limited now because of the coronavirus and you can only have 10 people and three of those will be the people that work at the funeral plus the celebrant and and people are dealing with a lot. It's just incredible. So um, it is scary, unprecedented times, and we've all got to stick together. And I think that's why I wanted to do this today with you guys, because this is a way of connecting with people and letting people know. You know, we're we're really out there. And look look at how many people. The reason why we've got this is because of Wentworth. Yes. And Wentworth is a series we all love and enjoy. Yeah. And, and it's, it's like when I used to do the meet and greets. Mm. You oh, know, yeah, a lot of people yeah. find it really, I find it quite phenomenal. I think I talked about this last time, that people can talk about at your wage, you know. They think because you're on one of these series, you're rolling in the hay. Mm. And it's not. I was on, in season um, five, I was seen, well, in season three, four, five, and six. I was seen in the whole series. Mm-hmm. But the last lot that I did, I I was only employed for 15 days, although it was spread out over the whole series. And I was on a daily wage. Mm-hmm. If that's all I got, I would be under the poverty line of unemployment. Wow. And pe- but people see you on television and think you're, you're rolling in it and not unless you're in that 3% doing those big blockbuster million dollar movies. No, we're, it's a, it's a calling. We do it because we're talented and we want to entertain. And it's really important. People understand the value of, of it. And the fans do people Mm. like you do. It's just politicians who seriously, you know, rolling in the hay themselves with their um with their wage yeah you know that's the crazy thing about it is that they speaking from this this kind of ivory tower really i agree it's like in the midst of all this all of a sudden the politicians were due for a pay rise well they quickly (laughs) squashed that that would have been an outrage oh could Um, you imagine if they'd taken it so i have a question for you uh sally as a nurse how do you see this panning out? Well, uh, I, like most um, healthcare workers, are at a loss at 
what this is because it's unprecedented. Mm. Um, I think, well, we're seeing, if you trust what you're being told on the, um, our curve, as you say, what whatever we're doing at the moment, and especially in Victoria, is really, really working. Mm. Um, we're all set up for, for everything. Um, for me, I don't know, I don't know how this started. It's, that 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 will unfold in the future but i mm-hmm. think for us the more we self monitor self do do your own thing in your own home and see how that pans out like they were calling for nurses and stuff like that now they've got too many mm. but what i'm priming up for is our industry is shut down but they will be starting to hopefully they're going to have to for commercials and different things have very skeleton crew mm. um, to get some productions up. And that for me is where I will marry my skills. And I'm quite happy to go behind the camera if I'm not in front of it to protect my crew and cast and protect the production as much as I can. So I'm trying to be proactive and getting different things for my kit, like a, trying to get an infrared ph- thermometer that actually mm. is a good one at the moment is my my um, biggest issue. So mm-hmm. anybody's got a really good infrared thermometer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> On the biggest scale, I, I just admire, you know, certain people are going out there, they're on the f- real front line mm. and my heart goes out to them and anything I can do to help, I, I will in that sense but you know it's also you 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 realize yourself now you're getting older and you've got to look at your own health issues and all Mm. of that in amongst this and what you put yourself into you know um because this is a very scary thing because we still don't know really how it really started it's all speculated and um I've really felt for all those people on those cruise ships. My oh, God. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Night- wow. Sitting ducks. Yeah. Nightmare. Nightmare. Horrible. But I think, I think the more we self, the self-isolation and literally don't go out if you don't have to yeah. and have a quarantine area in your own home. We mm. have it in my home mm. and we don't, use the front door at all it's through the side door and the laundry is the quarantine area and if we've been out and about amongst other people um then we come in and we take all our clothes off in there and have a shower and you just self-monitor yeah that's a really good idea you go from the wrist down you really wash your hands for 20 seconds and sing staying alive twice you know, yes, like that that's what I do. Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> <laughs> I like Staying that alive is a really good I like that image one. to have out there. Yeah, that one too. I prefer yeah, that too. to the happy birthday one. I'm yeah, me too. True, true. Well, happy birthday only works if you sing it the Fijian way with the second verse. Because Fijians always sing happy long life to you, happy long life to you, happy long life, dear whoever. Happy long life to you. That's the second verse. Okay. So if you're doing happy birthday, sing the second verse as well because it's a good affirmation, happy long life to you. you know? I, I kind of like that one again now. But I'm going to go yeah. with staying alive, I think. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 I'm chosen now. That's it. That's truly, it. truly. 
Um, so, Michelle, I'd like to ask you a question about the Victorian Actors Benevolent Trust. I have made a visit to it, um, and I noticed that they also know how now have the COVID nineteen assist on there. Yeah. So, if individuals want to do something or donate to the cause, is the, the money will help for people in the arts? Yeah. Well, the Victorian Actors Benevolent Trust um, were like the Benevolent Fund in New South Wales, which was started before us, and then the Queensland one. And we've all been working very hard together to work out how we do this because when the corona thing first came in and everything shut down, we had a lot of requests and people wanting their rent paid and all of that because they were falling through the gaps and didn't know about job seeker or job keeper and all of that stuff. So we were, it was hard for us because we're non-profit charity, but we're set up there to help people medically and in situations like that. So we can't sort of dip into our funds for that because also we don't know how this pandemic's going to pan out medically for us. Um, so what we did was all come up with all the different ideas and we're, we've, we've got things in place. So each, each um, of the benevolent trusts or funds in Australia um, have set up their own COVID assist. And what we're doing is giving out a $250 food voucher. I know it doesn't sound much, but if we pay for their food, one time that $250 might go into their rent or whatever, you know, mm. but we're also about to put out, because as you know, this is a very fluid situation. So we're about to put out the fact that if anybody is affected by the coronavirus or medically affected, they can apply for assistance, you know, like normal. Mm. Um, so we've got the COVID one going there. We've got that. And also we want to really reach out for the people with mental health issues because we've got to look after that. Yeah. Um, Paul Dell, Dell up in Queensland, they've got a fantastic campaign going with the curtain will rise again, which we're about to implement down here. And once that is, we'll be letting everybody know you buy a T-shirt and all that goes into the COVID assist funds in the Benevolent Trusts across mm. Australia. And then we can start using that for this. So that's that's what we're on about at the moment. Um, and it's a great incentive. And people are, like I got two emails yesterday of people wanting to do their own concerts and their own things. So what they're doing is setting up their Facebook fund, fund page yeah. okay. or a GoFundMe page. Mm -hmm. And then they can keep track of how much their event is being, um, you know, for us. They yeah. they ask us first, and it's got to be transparent because you, we we don't want people out there doing their own fund and not, you know, the money right. doesn't come. Yeah. There'll be fraud people. So there's, you yeah. know, it's got to be legit. And then they're doing they're doing all of this for us, and it's wonderful. And then they can see what they're doing because we've got no way of tracking all of that. We're a volunteer organisation. We're on the pump as it is. 
wow. to track individual events and how much is coming in for each event. It's a minefield within itself. Mm. So this is a really great way that people can. People can go onto our website at vabt.com.au, go into the donate page. There's a number of ways you can donate. There's a COVID-19 um, assist and that, if you press on that, well, that comes up automatically. Yeah then that money goes to that that part of it. Or you can do it in memory of anybody that's underneath that or just a general donation to the fund. It's whatever choice you want to do. Yeah, and we'll be popping that link in the description of uh, this podcast. So yeah. people can find it there. Good. And like fans are saying, how can I help? And I say, do, you know, write to our government or write to your Fan, your biggest, um, you know, a lot of them follow a lot of high-profile Australian artists. Mm-hmm. Ask them to put a call out to us, mm-hmm. you know, because those things, the more we 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 speak out, the more I think we'll be heard. You know, we've mm-hmm. all got yeah. to do this because you guys get it. Everybody gets it. Mm. Everybody gets, but yeah. the politicians aren't getting it, and. Yeah. Um, it's going to be very interesting when the next election comes by because um, if you use the artists in your election campaign, <laughs> uh, it will be heard and there'll be a lot that uh, won't, 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 there'll be certain people we won't do it for. It's like what people are saying now. Don't mm. ask. Let's keep a list of all the people that are blocking this because mm. we're not going to invite them to opening night anymore and we're not doing freebies wow. anymore. Yeah, yeah that's know. true. That's a good idea. That's a good way yeah, to That's it, a great idea. I wish yeah. they would take that up here in America, but, you know, we seem to have water on the brain. We don't remember what happened yesterday. We keep on doing the same thing over and over again. <laughs> but look, what a, you know, for me, you've got to think of the really good things that are coming out of this. This self-isolation is making us do things around the house more. It's making us love thy neighbour um mm-hmm. the guy the guy next door to us he lives on his own he's got compromised health issues oh straight away we reached out for him and we've been helping him um i think that's great it's getting back to us slowing down we always say life's too quick the years go too quick that's because we don't have a full stop to the week anymore we don't have sundays off yeah. and i think this is teaching us getting back to the more quieter side of things is really we're all missing hugging our loved ones we're missing the freedom of our borders so we're appreciating things a little bit more and i think there's there's going to be some great stuff coming out of this Mm. just look at what people are doing to yeah some of the things people put on facebook and youtube just make you laugh yeah you know the half hour haircut thing just made me laugh with I put it up and he's got one half of his hair cut and his beard cut off and he's, that would just crack me up, you know. I just, <laughs> it's definitely bringing people together. It's cut, People are being really creative with their time um, and entertaining us throughout. Everybody is like putting up YouTube videos, Instagram, whatever it is. Um, it is bringing people together, which is a nice aspect of it. Yeah. And it's like people say, like, I had, for instance, one of my friends and her sister wanted to go to visit the grandkids, right? Mm. So, and she knows not to. Mm. So she rings the police station and asks, can we? 
And the local police station went, oh, that, yeah, it's, it's your kids, yeah, and you keep it a distance. That, it's like, don't be silly. Don't go and visit. Don't mm. go and visit people that you don't have to at the yeah. moment. I have had in the last 48 hours knowing of two people, not personally, it's not a personal thing for me, it's people that I know that have been affected. And one was a young guy, 34, has, has died of this in oh God. American citizen, couldn't even get back. His family are now stuck in Ireland dealing with all of this, the the the, the difference in the cremations that have to happen where you can't come together to grieve. Mm. They're in crisis. And then another friend of mine, two older people, he's come out of it like Boris did. She didn't. She's lost a lot. Now, these are just normal people. It can happen to you. So you do mm -hmm. have to be vigilant. And we've just got to suck it up and mm. stay indoors. Mm. You've just got to stop thinking that you won't catch this or you won't get this. It's scary. And it's yeah. got to be taken seriously. The closer it gets to you, the more real it gets. Absolutely. But you don't want it to get closer to you. No, you, you don't. And you look at those lovely three, well, I suppose there's more now, but those three beautiful nurses on the front line in England that, that passed away, you know. Yeah. Um, and all, all of the healthcare workers we've lost. And people yeah. are struggling. And, and we've just got to all be vigilant as we can and white light gold i white light and gold light when a loved one goes out my door i white light and gold light them you know yeah, all the yogi boogie in the world anything mm -hmm. to mm -hmm. keep this you know yeah, and I, I just think we've it's just that understanding that more, more than anything this can happen to you yeah yeah, yeah. And you don't want it to. That's the thing. You just don't want it to. Um, going back to the um, Victorian Actors Benevolent Trust, um, I was wondering who can apply. Is it just actors or is it anybody within the kind of creative industries? Well, the Victorian Actors Benevolent Trust in Victoria, we do cast crew. That's in front of, behind of, uh, camera in front of the curtain, behind the curtain on stage, so anybody. We can't expand out to musicians and stuff like that because they've got their own union. They've got a really yeah. strong union and a really oh, strong charity. Okay. Hmm. So anybody that has a body of work behind them, sometimes we do get the odd person that goes, oh, I'm an amateur actor or I've just done a few things. So they've got to have a body of work that they're in our hmm. community. And then we've got to look at all their circumstances and how we can help. Mm. And and we've got 14 on our committee or volunteer in our community. And then we've got a special committee now called the sub the COVID subcommittee. Mm. So as the president, I've got all these different subcommittees and then we all come together first Monday of every month on Zoom now. So proud of them. They've all come to the fore. They're really proactive. They're... They're fantastic. And, um, you know, our, our main source of income into the charity is through bucket rattles. Well, of course, we can't do that at the moment. Mm -hmm. So we're coming up with inventive ways of wow. creating other ways of doing that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. so, um, so, yeah, we'll, we'll, we help directors. We help 
crew, we helped so many different people in so many different ways and we were helping a lot of people. And this is the other thing, we've still got community affected by the bushfires that now are being affected by COVID-19. So, you know, it's been a shit year in Australia for us. It's the most bonkers. You know, remember the turn of the century? Remember the millennium, the 2000, and everything was going to go to hell in a handbasket? Yeah. The computers were all going to blow up. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think it's hit us 20 years later and it's a different germ thing. It's just Um, It's It's like a child has written the future. It's like, um, oh, there's going to be a big fire and then a, a virus and then the world runs out of toilet paper at the end. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it feels like a sci-fi movie, doesn't it? Yeah, it feels it like you're in Blade Runner, you know? You're in Blade Runner without any skates. Yes, it is, honestly. And the the toilet paper issue, I couldn't get me head around that. Oh, it makes like, me really angry. <laughs> oh, but the way that people speak to one another. And I hate it now. You go into the supermarket now. And they've got the great lineup with all the places where you can't walk and the mm. metre apart and they've got the sanitizer. It's wonderful. And there are all the staff. And then you've got these announcements now coming over going, we do not tolerate under any circumstances rudeness to our staff. And, <laughs> and you think, how sad that we have to have these yeah. announcements. It should be common mm. sense. And also for me, I get really irate on phones sometimes when you work, you're waiting, you're waiting, you're waiting, yeah. you're waiting, mm-hmm. keeping your pram, you're trying to keep in your pram. And sometimes I stay in my pram, sometimes I don't. Well, <laughs> what this virus has taught me, stay in your pram. When yes. I have to talk to the bank, I've got to wait two and a half hours. When wow. they finally get on to me and they apologise for the wait, I don't go, well, yes, what I used to say was, yeah, well, you know, I thought I was going to hit long service leave. I don't do that now. I apologise and say, don't you dare apologise to me. Mm-hmm. We're all in this together. So that's, that's the gift it's given me. Yeah. Um, it's like, what's your own ego, Sal? Watch, you know, I'm much more appreciative. And it's like I, I asked for something in the supermarket the other day and one guy didn't know where it is and he was looking on the phone and then another guy suggested it was in this island. And I said, oh, are you sure about that? And he took a defence and he went, we're oh. trying to do this for you. And I oh, went, wow. oh, absolutely. And I appreciate it. And I, it doesn't <laughs> matter if it's not there. I thought, oh, you're jumping on the bandwagon in the other way. <laughs> you know what I mean? I so everybody's so trying today. to say, yeah, yeah. oh, man. Yeah. And when when they actually said when they actually said um, we're closing for Easter Sunday, mm. I went, "Hallelujah, bloody Luya, we should close. Yeah. Everything should close down on Sundays. Just have the local milk bar and that. We need to have a full stop to our weeks like we used to. It's yeah. just imperative." So now we yeah. don't want to keep you too long, Miss Sal. We have one last thing we want to ask you. It's a little quick fire game we decided to add to the podcast to make things kind of interesting since this was a very okay. serious topic we spoke about and we do appreciate you coming on. So we're wondering if you'd like to play with us. Sure. Very well. Al, do you want to take it? 
Yeah, I'll go. I'll go. Okay, I've got I'll questions go. in front of me. Okay, so I, I just want you to say the first thing that comes into your head. Uh, Vegemite, yes or no? Yes. <laughs> Beer or wine? Shandy. Okay. Mm. With with lemonade or with? Um... Yeah, seventy percent lemonade. The rest beer. Ooh, I like it. I approve. Eighties or nineties? Eighties. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, burger or chicken? Schnitzel. Chicken schnitzel. Ooh, Ooh. I like it. Tea or coffee? Coffee. <gasps> How do you take <laughs> I your coffee? You a tea lady. I, I love I love both actually. Okay. I love a coffee uh, with like a, a, a cappuccino, one sugar, Yummy. love it. Mm. And I love I love a lemon tea. I love like squash lemon in tea mm. with the tea bag and honey. Love it. Well, it's a proper English tea, yeah. Oh yeah, only PG tea. <laughs> <laughs> I approve. I approve as a British yes. person that doesn't drink tea. Um, movies <laughs> or series? Oh. Oh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I think I'll have to go series. Yeah. Okay. Now this this is a contentious one: podcasts or audiobooks? Uh oh, oh. Well, to me, they're the same. I can sit and listen to them. Mm, so true. I'm sorry, they're both the same. I love. Mm. I would love an. I'd like an audio book, especially if it's a great narrator. You mm, can. Yeah. Sometimes the author shouldn't narrate their own book. Yeah. Um, so I love an audio book, but a good podcast, my God. I Such love as it. The Slot, yeah. Such as <laughs> The Slot. <laughs> dogs or cats? Oh, I, I love dogs, but I've also had cats. So I think, I think dogs have owners, cats have staff. Yes. Yeah, yeah I agree with True. that. I'm scared of cats. What? Um, well, I just I think that they have their own kind of world, and, and we live in it. Yeah, that's yeah, true. Yeah, they think they yeah. have staff cats. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's mm. scary. Fruit or veg? Oh, yeah, I like both. I love veg. <laughs> I, I, if I had to, if I had a choice between, you could have this or you could have that. Well, if you give me a mango, oh, I'd Yummy. go the mango. Yeah. But if you give me Veg with mashed potato and mushy peas or Brussels sprouts done well. Oh, oh man. Oh, yeah, <laughs> proper roast, roast veg kind of, roast dinner kind of veg. Yeah, roast, yeah. proper roast vegetables. Bloody <sighs> hell, you can't beat them. Yeah, I'd go veg over, I'd go veg over fruit. Okay. And then the last one, sweet or savoury? Oh, savoury, but I my taste buds have changed. I'm going a bit sweeter now, but I love savoury. I love savoury. What's what's your Achilles heel? Um, oh, Achilles heel. Uh, uh, seriously, if if I had, it was the last meal I wanted to have. It would be a toss up between a schnitzel, mushy pe- uh, schnitzel, mashed potato and peas with a good gravy. Or a full roast with Yorkshire pud. Mm. Oh, that's mine. Full roast with Yorkshire pud. Yorkshire pud. Oh, a hmm. proper English Yorkshire pud, not, yeah. not the Australian version of Yorkshire <laughs> I got in trouble. I got in trouble at school once because, you know, you have home economics cooking. Mm-hmm. And we had a double double class and she was teaching us how to do Yorkshire pud. Mm. And I was only... Third grade of high school, so I'd have only been about fifteen. 
and she gets out a frying pan, electric frying pan, to do it. <laughs> and of course, I balked, going, Is that out of the Yorkshire board? And I got sent up to the headmaster, mistress, and oh, I got um, on suspension. Oh. For a week, because was I was argumentative over the Yorkshire pud. But oh. I'm sorry, it was flat. It was like bloody rubber, and that's not how you do a Yorkshire pud. Uh, Yorkshire is proud of you. Absolutely. <laughs> I, just, I took my pennant. <laughs> I went to the flop. <laughs> oh, Next God. time you're in the UK, um, and if you're anywhere near York, there's a, a restaurant in York that do Yorkshire puddings as wraps. And you can have your entire roast dinner in a wrap in a Yorkshire pudding. Oh my God. They are <laughs> you know, when I was at school in England, we used to have dinners. Mm. You know, you'd have dinners at school. They used to always give you Yorkshire pud with gravy to fill you up so you wouldn't eat too much of the rest of it. Yeah, they oh. still do that. When I was over in England last for the meet and greet, everybody was talking about. Um, uh, uh, pie and liquor, you know, ma yep. mash pie and liquor. Mm. And of course, I went out to have one. The pies were okay. <laughs> the mashed potato was great, but up north we would want mushy peas. That liquor, yes. Oh, yeah, mushy horrible. peas all the way, all the way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. Uh, thank you so much for coming on. It's been really good to talk to you again. Yeah, and thank you guys for keeping this going, especially in this environment. And I really wish everybody the best and stay well and safe. And any help you can do to any artist in your country, please do it. Please support the arts because it's an incredible resource. And there's an old saying, the heart and soul of any country depends on how its artists are treated. And I truly believe that. Mm, um, this is so true. Thank you all for this. And yes. thank everybody out there for supporting us, especially Wentworth. And we're down to the last two seasons coming up. And, wow, we don't know how that's going to unfold. And, you know, let's hope they get get to the last season with this. Yeah. Work. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's a great connection we've all had through this series. Yeah. Thank you. And I'd like to give the URL again for the... Um, the website for the Victorian Actors Benevolent Trust, it's www.vabt.com.au. Thank you so much, Miss Sal, for coming on. And we That's hope right, to Ms. talk Tanner. to you soon. <laughs> <laughs> I can't help it. And stay indoors.